You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? Hello, welcome to Unstoppable Actors. It is so exciting to have you here. As always, we've got a big, juicy episode to dive into all about line learning. I want to teach you the worst way that you could possibly learn lines and what you should be doing instead. I think it's safe to say that line learning causes lots of us actors a massive headache, let's be fair, because it's not the most enjoyable part of the experience. We literally just want to jump into a scene, play out the character but we know that we have to learn the lines. There's just no two ways about it because we can't do our entire career improvising everything. It's a headache. It's a bit of a chore. It's not enjoyable for so many of us. If you definitely do find line learning enjoyable, I don't think this is the right episode for you. I mean, you can still listen if you want because there'll be things that you'll learn, but if you do enjoy it, it's probably safe to say that you're learning them pretty quickly. This episode is for those people who just feel like they want to pull their hair out when they're learning lines, especially over those odd little lines that sound the same, but just do not go in and you keep getting them mixed up. Oh my God, what an annoying headache. (laughs) We're going to dive into it. I'm going to dive into the worst way that you could be learning lines so you absolutely stop doing it and you can make it more fun and easier as well. Because when it's easier, then we get to spend more time on the character, don't we? I'm just going to give you um, a little line learning secret from myself. I actually leave learning my lines to the very last thing that I do. I do all the character prep work first, all of the character research, all of the character development, all of that comes first. And then the lines are the very last thing that I learn. And that just works for me. That's what I found over the years. So there is going to be a part of this that what I teach you, you've then got to experiment with it and find out which order works best for you. For some people, it's learning them first, but I am going to dive into that and some of the setbacks with learning your lines first, just so you don't get stuck in them. But before I do, I want to read out a really lovely comment that came in. So Leanne is a member of our Method Actors Circle, and she joined the Method Actors Circle because she stumbled across the podcast. Anyway, she's just listened to the last three episodes, the latest ones that were uploaded, and she sent me a DM and she said, I feel like I found my missing link in terms of my acting training. Method acting in capitals. She says, I am so happy I stumbled upon your podcast. By the way, I loved the latest podcast you posted, Such Gems. Oh, Leanne, thank you so much for sending in that lovely, lovely message. I just love getting messages like this because it makes me smile knowing that what I'm putting out into the world is actually helping you. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes, just bob on over to our Instagram, which is at Standby Method Acting Studio. It's linked underneath the episode actually. So just go there and drop a DM 
and let me know your thoughts and feelings on the podcast and how it's helping you and just really what you've taken away from them because it just, I mean, I love doing them anyway. I'll, I think I'll forever be doing this podcast, but it keeps me even more inspired. And I feel like that's such a big thing for us as creatives that we always have to be as often as we can really inspired because that's part of our work, isn't it? Being inspired and expressing that inspiration. Anyway, I'm waffling a little bit, <laughs> but thank you so much, Leanne. I really loved reading that comment and it just it just lit me up. Also as well, I want to let you know that on the 26th of November, which is a Sunday, 7pm till 9pm UK time, we have got an amazing, amazing, amazing two-hour online workshop, which is worth £49, but you can get a place for free. It's free this time round that we host it. And it's called Ultimate Confidence, Turbocharge Your Screen Presence and Book More Roles. And I am going to be imparting some absolutely phenomenal method acting exercises on you that are going to help you feel so confident in your abilities and also just really improve that screen presence so people can't take their eyes off you, which is very important for this stage of your career right now because as an unknown actor, you don't want people falling asleep when you're performing. You want them engaged and on that journey with you because that's how you're going to build your visibility. It's how you're going to build your profile. It's how you're going to get cast more often. So go ahead and save your place in this bloody amazing workshop. The link is underneath the episode. And now let's dive into the main crux of this episode, which is all about learning lines. So we all want big roles, don't we? Right? But with big roles comes big responsibilities because there are big lines, lots of them. And usually this whips us into a bit of a frenzy. And so I want to tell you a quick story before I go into some of the worst ways that you can learn lines. Some of them are based on experience of my own personal experience. And some of them are based on my experience as an acting coach and what I've seen other actors doing and how it's impacted them. So hopefully you can learn from this and not do it yourself and actually get into a groove with line learning where it's easy, it flows, it feels good, they sink in, and then you can just spend more time on the character, which is what we want to do, let's be honest. So years ago, and I'm talking years ago, I think I must have been about 21 or 22, I set up a theatre company. So my goal was I wanted to set up a theatre company and just act on the fringe scene to continue to develop my confidence, to continue to develop my skills, to start getting some credits on my CV. And so I set up this theatre company with a friend at the time and we put on a production of Shakers, which is a play by um, a UK playwright called John Godber, for those of you that don't know who he is. And I played the role Adele. And Adele is a big role. Well, they're all big roles because it's um, it's a four-hander play with four women in it and they're all meaty roles. Anyway, Adele has a lot of lines. And on the opening night, I don't even know what happened. Well, I do know what happened. Stress took over. My mind just went completely blank. Literally, I opened the show and my mind went blank. Now, as a true professional, I didn't just stand there like a rabbit in headlights. I got on with it and I improvised. However, this didn't go down well with the other actresses because they were like, what the chuff is going on? Like, she's not even on script. And they panicked. And then because they panicked... Then I panicked and I was like, oh shit, they think they think I'm just making this up. Like they don't realise that I actually can't remember my lines and I'm just improvising just to get everything going. Otherwise, the audience would be waiting there for an eternity until my bloody lines came back to me. So I thought I was doing a good thing by improvising, but it actually 
affected everybody else and then in turn affected me. And we got off to a really shaky start. No pun intended with the play being called Shakers. Um, Yeah, we got off to a really shaky start and it wasn't our best performance. And actually, this has just come back to me. I'd totally forgotten about this. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, especially the ones about feedback, you'll know that a director at drama school told me my acting was fucking shit. Like those were his exact words. I'm not making that up. I'm not dramatising it. that's what he said word for word anyway he was in the audience when this happened and he left at the interval oh dear (laughs) that did not make me feel confident at all I'm laughing about it now but at the time it was absolutely devastating because you know what it's like as a new actor all you want to do is impress get things right feel like you're doing your best and I absolutely didn't so what happens then is stress obviously took over I'm going to come to that a little bit later on in the episode, but I need to talk firstly about what's happening, what actors are doing, which is not a great way of learning lines. So what most actors are doing is they're looping the lines over and over and over and over before the scene starts. And I need you to stop that if you're one of those actors who does it, if you just keep going over and over them in your head. The reason I need you to stop it is because you are inducing fear. You are unconsciously telling yourself you don't know these lines and you're actually making it more likely that you'll forget them because under stress, memory disappears. And that's what happened to me when I was playing Adele in Shakers. I was stressed, my memory disappeared. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's not that there was anything wrong with me. It's actually hardwired into us for us not to need to use memory under stress because memory is a waste of energy when we're stressed. Really, when we're in stress, our body has gone into fight, flight, freeze or phone mode and our body, our nervous system thinks, oh, they're in a dangerous situation, they need to survive. Right, we'll take stra- uh, we'll take memory away from them because they don't need it. So that's why when you're looping them over and over and over and over, you're inducing that fear and you're causing yourself to get stressed out and then that's why you actually can't remember them or it becomes a little bit chaotic and you can remember bits or it, or it just feels, um, how would I describe it? Like it feels turbulent. I think that's a really good word. Turbulent, like you might remember them, but it's turbulent and chaotic to get them out because you're going over them so much. And really, as actors, we need to be present and relaxed. And I'll always talk about this, this idea. It's not even an idea, but the foundation of all good performances being based on relaxation. So that's one way that actors are doing themselves a massive disservice. And you've got to call yourself out if you're doing that. Not in a horrible way, just go, yep, that's what I'm doing. I'm aware of it now, I recognise it. Come on, right, we need to move past this. The other thing is actors learn the lines in a pattern. Now, the reason they do this is because it makes them easy to remember. However, the downside of it is, although they do go in, you do remember them, you lose the truth of the performance because what you're doing is you're regurgitating lines like a robot. And then that means your performance becomes lifeless. There's no truth in it. We don't want that. So yes, whilst learning them in a pattern, a bit like a song, a bit like Happy Birthday. If you sing Happy Birthday now, you'll sing it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Blah, blah. Happy birthday to you. Now, if I ask you to sing Happy Birthday in a completely different way with not even in that rhythm, you'll not be able to do it. In fact, you could probably just even pause the podcast now and try it. This is an exercise I do in class with my actors. The reason you can't do it is because that tune, it's so ingrained in our heads that we can't change that pattern. 
And that's what happens when you learn your lines in patterns. The patterns become so ingrained that we can't break it and it's harder to tell the truth. What this does is it knocks our confidence. When we're learning lines in such a way where we're getting stuck in patterns with them, we become aware that we're not telling the truth because then all we're focused on is the lines and remembering them. And when we loop them over and over and over again and then we get in that chaotic, turbulent state, we know that we're panicking and stressing about the lines. It means that we're not confident in our performances. We're not confident in ourselves. We're not confident in our line learning technique. And when you're not confident, you hugely affect your stage and screen presence. And when you affect it, and this is important for you to know, it means you're less watchable. And I don't want you to be less watchable. Presence is about keeping eyes on you. And all the big method actors have amazing presence. So if you think about an old school method actor like Dustin Hoffman, who I absolutely adore, you'll have heard me talk about him on previous episodes, he's got presence. You can't keep your eyes off him because his performances are so nuanced. And that's because the performances are about more than just the lines. And then if you think about more recent actors like Ryan Gosling, who is in Barbie, I recently watched him in The Notebook, actually, this weekend. Um, I watched The Notebook with my partner and, oh my God, I just forgot how good he is in that film. He has got phenomenal presence because the performance becomes about the moment-to-moment journey the character is on and the lines are just an extension of that. They're not the main thing. But when you're learning your lines in a pattern or you're looping them over and over, you are making the lines more important than anything else. So what you have to do is you have to personalise the lines. This is what your Ryan Goslins and your Dustin Hoffmans and all these big method actors are doing. They are personalising their lines. So how do you do that? You have to know the intention behind each one. And you also have to understand each line, not just in a logical way, but knowing what they mean on an emotional level as well. So for example, If I think about my line learning process, and I've already shared with you that it's the last thing I do in the entire process of, you know, picking the script up, researching the character, doing the character prep, character development, then I learn the lines last. The reason I do this is because the lines will always come easier to me when I know on a visceral level the situation. So I want to give you an example. So last year I was um, applying for agencies because I'd just returned to the industry after a break. And one of the agencies requested a self-tape from me and they gave me a scene from Manchester by the Sea. And I think I had, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but it might have been something like 48 hours to do the prep work, get the lines down, tape the tape and then submit it. It wasn't very long. Anyway, Manchester by the Sea is an amazing film. I hadn't watched it. I still haven't actually and I really need to, but that's just a side note. But I was given the scene where... She's trying to make amends with her ex. So I asked myself, how do I know this situation? And at the time of being given that scene to do for the agency, it was three months since a long-term relationship that I'd been in had ended. Now, because I knew it on a logical level and also a heart level, an emotional level, a visceral level, the lines just stuck in my head. Because we learn faster through emotions. Things have been imprinted on us and that's why we can remember it quicker. So rather than just trying to learn the lines by rote, by looping them over and over or getting in a pattern with them, learn them emotionally as well. Because when you do that, they'll sink in quicker. So then when I did that self-tape, the performance was never about the lines. I never even questioned myself because I knew that I knew them. 
and I knew that I knew the situation. The performance instead became about how can I achieve this character scene need? How can I get what they want? And then you're on a whole different level. Then it's a whole different ballgame when you're playing scenes from that point of view rather than trying to remember lines. Now, one thing I want to share with you is that I firmly believe in not giving you wishy-washy feedback. Wishy-washy feedback would be along the lines of, no pun intended, you've just got to get the lines down. Like, that's wishy-washy feedback. Or, you're tense. That's why you can't remember the lines. I mean, these things might be true, but for you as an actor, how do you then change that? So I believe in giving you feedback where I will tell you what your blind spots are, but then backing it up with a practical exercise to help you do what I'm asking of you so you can feel more confident in yourself. You can tell the truth, you can immerse in the character and play around with the character more, which is what you want, and you can increase that presence so people want to watch you. And I'm going to be doing exactly that, giving you feedback and practical exercises in the workshop on Sunday the 26th of November. So again, just to remind you, it's called Ultimate Confidence, Turbocharger Screen Presence and Book More Roles. Places are worth £49, but this time round, we're giving them away for free. So go and grab your place by hitting the link underneath the episode and I'll see you on Sunday the 26th of November. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, networking, and receive your free Method Actors Handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.